Hey beautiful creatures, it is I, it is me, it's Maggie. I am back and in this podcast, I share my personal list of the things I learned in the past year with the hopes that maybe you can pick a nugget of wisdom out of it, maybe? Question mark. Well, I hope it's helpful and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, it's me. It's not that Maggie. It's that other Maggie. Me. Hello you. Hello my beautiful creatures. I hope you've been good. I hope you've been well and I hope things have been. Yes, sparkle, sparkle, shining, shining. Even though I was gone. I was gone for like the longest time ever that I've ever been gone and away from you. And I'm so sorry about that. There is, you know an explanation for it and i shall explain myself later yeah but before that to my new listeners hi come on in my name is maggie and in this podcast we just basically talk about things that have been running through our brains and you know i like to share them with you in the hopes that maybe if there are mistakes you won't make them and let me just make it for you yeah and if you know if not at least you know you get a few ha-has <laughs> if ever um listening to me tell you stories about my mistakes and if you know if, if it's not like funny you know things that i've been going through and hopefully we get a, a moral out of it you know moral of the story type thing yes pardon me i'm, I'm quite nervous i haven't done this <laughs> in a long time and of course to my returning listeners hello beautiful i hope you've had a fantastic start to the new year 2023 yes i know i've been gone for a while like i totally missed um a lot of halloween um christmas and new years and stuff uh there's been a lot of like really really um deep and raw emotions that have been uh, coursing through the maggie in the past few months um basically i've just been pendulum swinging from like a couple of days of happy and then mostly sad and it's you know don't worry about it i'm 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 okay i guess i'm okay as much as i can be it's just that my family um have been going through some emotional 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 um things because it, it is not a secret anyway uh i've talked about it in my other podcasts uh, my my grandmother she's been she's been diagnosed with um dementia you know what i mean like people all of us basically know about that um but unfortunately uh, in the latter parts of last year she has deteriorated a lot and quite suddenly so it, there were a lot of changes that we had to sort of make and you, you know when, when it's about a loved one there really isn't a guidebook or like you know it, it helps it helps to research it helps to kind of like figure out what's going on and um, read up on the things but nothing ever really prepares you for it you know what i mean and i really didn't want to record a podcast just for the sake of recording a podcast because i sincerely believe uh whatever it is or was i i was feeling during that time and if you're listening to it my beautiful creatures i feel like my energy might just rub all over you and i didn't want that to happen because yeah we don't want to share all of that yeah but 
anyways, um, I, I think things are sort of normalizing, quote-unquote, as much as they can be. But it, it, it's been really tough. It, it's still tough, but at least I think I'm not so much in the pendulum swing of emotions. <laughs> I wouldn't say unstable, you know, like I wasn't really unstable, but it was just like very tense. It was very, very tense for the last couple of months. Um, my, my, my friends, they've been great and everyone who, who, who was aware of the situation has been really amazing in reaching out and trying to offer however, you know, whatever, you know, whatever way they could to help. Uh, so <laughs> that's the long absence. Yeah. Uh, and apart from that, um, what's, what's another thing that happened? Oh, yes. I did turn another year older. Yes. Just older. I'm, I'm not entirely sure about wiser. We can never tell. We'll figure out, you know, if if I did uh, later on. So technically, I am now officially 5,002 years old. Yay, right? I, I, you know, hey, yay, you know, at least we're still here. We're still here. We're still alive and kicking, yeah. So for this podcast, you know, like, I really thought about it, um, about what it should be. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, forgive me, forgive me. It's been a long time since I have done one of these. Uh, so please bear with me. And, and, and I know you will because love is in this podcast community anyways. So anyway, uh, what, what, what are we, what were we thinking? Yes, I thought about how to start the year. Yeah, with everything that has been um, going on. And yes, the trial month of 2023, January is coming to a close. And... How was yours? <laughs> Mine was, you know, sort of okay, sort of like stabilizing in terms of the things I'm currently um, being challenged by. But yeah, I thought about it. Um, I really did think about, sincerely, I did think about uh, doing a New Year's resolution thing. But then again, I thought, hey, Maggie, you never actually, actually followed through any of your <laughs> New Year's resolutions. I mean, Listing them down and the practice of like hoping for the best is always a good thing. Yeah. But for a person like me, and I sincerely hope you're not like me, it kind of just like, you know, I kind of end up setting myself up for failure, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So instead of like doing that, and I I didn't want to risk demoralizing myself um, for 2023. I thought, hey, there were a couple of things that I learned last year that may be, you know, good to share. And so I thought about sharing this list uh, just to sort of, you know, see if and hope that, you know, it may find the person who it needs to find just in case they may need it in their arsenal of, of things in order to survive 2023. Yeah. So, okay, this list. Ah, oh, gosh, I hope I make sense <laughs> when I try to explain this. Okay, so things I learned um, last year that I, I hope to carry on with going into 2023 with. So, number one on my list is um, I learned that not everything is for you. Yes, I know. That's <laughs> that's a very vague thing. It's a it's a concept basically. So, what do I mean when I say not everything is for you? Okay. I think that the people who care and the people who love you will always tell you what they think is best for you. Yeah, and of course, we you know, we'll explore it, you know, if it's gonna work for us, but at the same time, um 
we shouldn't always feel compelled to follow through with um, other people's suggestions unless unless they that you really feel like it's gonna be for you yeah because there was a period of time when I remember this I remember this very very clearly there was a period of time when I, I felt totally huh I wouldn't say hopeless but kind of lost yeah I, I didn't know which direction to go to and stuff because I, I feel like um, at that point in my life last year I was just basically the, the person <laughs> the person the girl who feels in the gaps yeah uh, for things that people may need doing and and stuff and a lot of the times yes it, it, it was the gaps that you know people couldn't really or didn't really want to handle because they were sort of highly emotional and and it's hard you know because sometimes dealing with emotions is not for everyone and in in my circle in my ecosystem basically I'm the one that handles that so during this period of time when I was lost uh and there were there was a bit of like breathing room for me to actually start to pursue other things yes uh i didn't know what to do i really i really i really didn't know what to do um so there were a couple of family members mostly who tried to suggest things for me you know like you know because they they wanted me to keep going and stuff you know trying to move forward even though i i really feel sincerely that filling in the gap to handle some of the stuff that were a little too emotional for people was exactly where I needed to be, yeah. So, you know, with good intentions, they suggested things. And I did try it for a little bit. But I felt after a while of trying it, I really did feel that it became more about trying to please those people who suggested it versus me feeling like it was for me. And... In that, in that sort of like emotion of like, oh, I need to like do something and this person who loves me is suggesting it for me. I really wanted it to work. Does that make sense? You know, do you guys ever feel something similar like that? I, I wanted it to work so badly because I guess I wanted to please those people. But at the end of the day, you know, I started to think, Maybe I really don't want to do this. And then, aha, second layer of guilt. I was like, if I don't make this work, then I can't make anything work and so on and so forth. And we ended up spiraling a little bit, yeah. So sometimes it is better, I guess. It's better, but it's not exactly easier to admit when something is not for you. Does that make sense? Although, you know, there's no harm in trying to figure out, you know, because obviously it's always best to try to be out of our comfort zone. Um, but at the same time, you know, try. Yeah. But if it's not for you, it's okay. You don't have to like do a Maggie and sit there and be riddled with guilt <laughs> and be feeling bad because you can't please everybody. Does that make sense? I hope it does. All right. Um, <laughs> number two on my list of things I learned this year. Okay. What I wrote here is that um, sometimes it really isn't about you. It's about them. Okay. I feel like this has, you know, I have to explain it a little bit more. I'm going to try to explain it eloquently. Okay. What do I mean by sometimes it really isn't about you and it's about them? Okay. I, I sincerely feel that um, people are the one force on this earth. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like people in your 
ecosystem or in your circles or in your tribe. They're the ones who have the power to make us feel any sort of way. Yeah. But however you feel about it, you know, with whatever they say, however they treat you, whatever they try to do with you that involves you, of course, make sure whatever it is that you're feeling about it is about you first. What do I mean by that? Okay. You know how like sometimes um, I talked about stress passers before. Uh, You know how like sometimes people will just say whatever it is that they're thinking without actually thinking about the impact it has on a person. Yeah. I spend a lot of time thinking that, you know, everyone, everyone around me, and I'm sure a lot of people around me do try. They really try. But I actually thought that everyone around me actually thought about the words or the actions that they were about to sort of um, say to me or involve me in uh, before they actually say and do them. Uh, There were times when... Sometimes it's good. It's good for you, you know, like they give you encouragement. um, They do great things for you. Yeah. But as much as you're sort of like in the receiving end of it, you have to always, always, you know, make sure that there's a part of you that understands that sometimes it's not about you. It's about them. What do I mean by this? Okay, Uh, let's talk about the negatives first. Okay. Uh, sometimes you know how like when stress passers they come in and then they've had a rough day and then they just you know say whatever they want to say it's for them to blow off their steam yeah to just sort of like de-stress a little bit they they don't really think about the impact it may have on you and again as a Maggie I've, (laughs) I've always sat here and felt like dang it why do they want to hurt me so much? Or dang it, why do they always dump all of this on me? Yeah, I spent a lot of time wondering what it was that I've done wrong. But unfortunately, you know, like most of the time, <laughs> I really hate to say that most of the time, based on my experience anyway, and, and I hope it's not similar to what you're experiencing because it's horrible. Most of the time, their words or whatever stress they're trying to pass onto you has nothing to do with you actually it's 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 more about them you know how like it's a reflection of their character a reflection on their choices a reflection on how little little um self-control maybe they they don't have (laughs) that's why they're they're dumping it on you and instead instead of like sitting there wondering what you've done wrong uh how could you make it right maybe it's more about them trying to kind of like figure their stuff out. You know what I mean? Um, unfortunately, I do deal with a lot of stress passers. And sometimes the stress passers may say it sweetly, but you know, the intention is not, is not necessarily good. It's not necessarily positive. Uh, so when I do, when I do hear these things, I, I can't help, I can't help it, but wonder what it was that I, I would have done wrong. And you know, you're probably going to say, yes, people pleasing, yes, Maggie. Yes, I know, right? And I guess this is a part of my, you know, healing or journey when where I'm sort of like trying to stop being such a people pleaser. Uh, sometimes I just let these stress pastors say what they have to say. 
try to figure out how, how I can help them, how I can be of service if I do have the time and I have the bandwidth or the capacity to actually handle a little bit of like what they're going through. Um, but at the end of it, at the end of it, I, I really try my best to just really see it for, for face value, you know? Like, it's nothing to do with me. It's more about them. Like, they come in here trying to bring up all that sort of energy um, up in the space. <laughs> and it has nothing to do, you know, with me. It's mostly about them. Yeah, because people, people have this ability to really sort of make us feel any sort of way that they want. Yeah. What about the positive side? Okay. Sometimes I feel in the past year, I've, I've received um, acts of kindness and acts of love. And, and in this like sort of like uh, things wherein I received kindness and love and support and stuff, not, not necessarily all of them were about me. What do I mean? Okay. Um, of course, there are the people who are sincere with us, you know, who love us genuinely and who would want to help us out if we're having a tough time or, you know, you don't have to be having a tough time. You could just be like hanging out and sharing good vibes. Yeah. But given my current situation, uh, there has been a couple of instances where in the kindness and the quote unquote love that I was uh, receiving from these people weren't necessarily uh, for me. What, what do I mean by that? Basically, they're doing this act of kindness and love uh, to make themselves feel better. And sometimes it doesn't really matter if that happens because love should be in a circuit anyway, right? Like, it's, it's supposed to just be going back and forth. It's an energy transference, this thing called love. But sometimes, you know, they may have, uh, <laughs> they may have intentions that are not quite good, yeah? and are not quite for your benefit so you have to be wary of those things my beautiful creatures because protect your heart first yeah i always say protect your heart always so that's one of the things that i learned you know what i mean um sometimes it's really not about you it's about them so take it for the negative sides and the positive sides yeah i mean if it's about them for the positivity then that's great and it's amazing as long as it doesn't harm you my beautiful creatures does that make sense i hope it does because uh, this the, <laughs> this like point in my list was one of the most common um thing that i had to sort of like learn uh you know how like they say the same problem will keep showing up at your door until you figure out how to deal with it yep this was one of it so yes um hopefully once we've sort of uh, learned to realize that yeah sometimes it's not about us and how we feel we've done for them sometimes it's really just about them yeah and we should just you know leave it where it is number three on my list um is sort of related to that the third one on my list is very very uh, important for me personally what i wrote here is number three your words have gravity pick and choose what you say and how you say it and this is really important to me because, you know, as I said, um, the past few years have been highly emotional. Yeah, um, everyone around me in, in my ecosystem anyway has been dealing with something one way or the other and, you know, by themselves and then coming, having to come back here uh, and then have to deal with a common challenge. 
So a lot of the times, the people around me don't really pick their words. They just say what they want to say. Yeah, and, and sometimes again, it's it's not intended to hurt, but it still hurts. You know, like stress passers. Maybe they really didn't intend for you to be stressed out. Um, but you know, it doesn't matter. Sometimes, sometimes it really doesn't matter what the intention was. Because sometimes the damage is done. You, you know what I mean? The action has been done. What was said was said. And even though you can apologize for a hurt, it's very difficult to sort of redeem yourself, right? So your words have gravity, yeah? Um, I'm talking about how we say what we want to say to people. Uh, be clear with exactly what you want to communicate. Because people, people will feel how they feel, yeah? And the last thing we really want is for someone to feel the opposite of what we intended for them to feel. You know, sometimes in highly emotional um, states, that doesn't have to mean being sad or like happy, you know, like extreme emotions. It could just be, I mean, you could just be not having a good day and you're careless with your words and these words that you throw around directly impacts whoever is receiving them does that make sense and <laughs> last year i learned i learned um most people would become really really upset once you sort of throw out your boundaries um there was a time when I was in an argument with someone, okay? Now, look, an argument sometimes has to happen. You know, conflicts will always be there. It's it's always going to be present, even though we hope that we can just magically snap our fingers and all of the conflict would go away. But conflict will always find a way to sort of uh, come into any sort of relationship, yeah, that, that we're having, whatever type of relationship that may be. And... I was having an argument with a person and the the one thing again again I learned while having an argument or a quote unquote fight with a person is is that you have to express exactly what it is you want to say. And I know that's very very difficult. That's very very difficult especially when you're in the heat of the moment, right? So, one of the things that I learned to say um in, in, in having arguments is that, okay, hang on, back up a second, you know, like give me a second or two or more or half a minute. Let me just try to figure out how to construct in my brain the words that I want to come out of my mouth. Like, let me just get them connected so I can coordinate. You know what I mean? I'm just going to put my heart a little bit to the side so that the words that come out of me wouldn't be, you know, things I don't want to say. Yeah, because I also learned, you know, from experience, from being a recipient of like words, sometimes the damage is done and you really, really cannot to a certain point redeem yourself. Y you, know, you know what I mean? So words have gravity in, in such a way we're in sometimes you can't fix it anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. So pick and choose what you say and how you say it. Um, sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be in anger. Sometimes it could be just that you're not really in the moment and someone is actually trying to talk to you and you're there and you give them a, a sort of like a vague answer to tell them that you need time. <laughs> you're not necessarily in the moment, you know, give you a little bit of a breathing room, but sometimes it can come off as dismissive. Yeah. 
So yeah, like they these people who like receive your words would feel a certain way. And I know, I know, my beautiful creatures, we have no control over how other people feel. But at the same time, what we can do is to not contribute to any negative feelings that they may, you know, feel. Unless, of course, that's exactly what you want to say. You know what I mean? Because I'm also for being self-expressed. It's just that I think I learned to be more self-expressed in a way wherein it's more intentional, more directive. You know what I mean? Instead of like trying to sidestep my words and then eventually and hopefully figure out that it lands in the way we want them to. Yeah? So we have to be careful and we have to be thoughtful about the words we say even though i know okay my beautiful creatures in this podcast i just stutter (laughs) and i just keep talking but you know what i mean you know the intention has to be good whether you know you you, what i mean to say is you don't always have to have a positive note to it but it's the in the delivery it's how you say it it's how you lay it out on the table to make sure that you know you don't do enough enough hurt or enough damage for another person yeah does that make sense so yeah i kind of like sound a little bit serious about that and on the same topic of um picking and choosing the right words i also learned this year that uh this past year that there were some phrases some phrases okay this is also important my beautiful creatures some phrases that would rub me the wrong way and set me off from zero to a hundred okay so basically this is like 3.1 or 3.8 in my, my bullet point anyway uh the important thing to also understand i guess is to realize that not everyone receives the words the same way as you do what do i mean Okay, I believe that everyone has their own uh, language. It's, it's, you know, it's unique to everyone on how they perceive certain words or certain phrases. What do I mean by this? Okay, for instance, you know how like sometimes in humor or in jesting, in having fun, sometimes people tell each other, shut up, right? Maybe to some people it'll be in humor, but some people may... I don't know, be rubbed the wrong way when they hear someone tell them shut up. Even though the person is smiling, even though the person is laughing. And and I realized this about myself and I've noticed it um, with other people. Uh, that's why I really, really try to sort of speak the other person's language, you know, like try to learn how they talk and figure out what positive words are and what negative words are, okay? Uh, to me, when someone says to me, shut up, if they're laughing, it's fine, yeah. But I saw a different effect on another person when they heard the words shut up being said to them, even though it was in jest and in humor. And I was like, whoa, was was that was that a trigger f- phrase for them? Yeah. And so I didn't conclude yet, but I eventually, eventually ran into one of these trigger phrases for myself. <laughs> so one time... One time, my partner and I were having a conversation, which escalated into a sort of argument uh, because I was having a bit of a bad time. You know, I was having an anxiety attack and 
it was one of those unfortunate moments in life wherein you're having an anxiety attack, but you have to perform and do your duties. Yeah. And I, at that time, I really had just, I think, about 15 minutes to get myself together before I had to go and take care of something again. So he said to me, my partner said to me, just drop it. Just drop it, Maggie. I I went from like anxious to angry in 0.5 seconds after I heard I heard him say to me, you know, just drop it. Actually, uh, what he intended to say, which I, f- I found out later on, what he, he meant to say was just like, you know, just put it aside for now and go do what you have to do and then come back and then let's address that. Yeah. But in the heat of the moment, when he told me, drop it, Maggie, I felt so dismissed. I felt like whatever it was I was feeling was not important enough. You know what I mean? And and my brain just started going wild. And and my fight or flight <laughs> was triggered. And yes, I'm one of those people who normally just fight. So, I, you know, I was like, are you serious? Are you starting this right now? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, given that uh, we've been practicing picking our words, I so I asked him, I was like, what did you mean by that? And so he explained himself and he said, no, I just wanted you to sort of put it aside for now because we have things to do at the moment and we can go and discuss this later or fight about it. It doesn't matter. But this is something that we have to address later. So I said to him, okay, I think what set me off was the phrase, drop it. Okay, I just felt so, so dismissed, my beautiful creatures. Like, even now, thinking about it, thinking about the phrase sets me off. And I think it's because uh, through through my life experiences and, and, and stuff, right, there, there were times when I was actually dismissed with that term. And I think also as well, growing up, there was an adult around me who usually just said that all the time if, if they just wanted us as children, you know, when we were kids, to just be quiet. Yeah, and and, and, and and when I was a kid, I really couldn't do anything about it. But now as an adult, I was like, no, hell no, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna you know fight this one. Yeah. So eventually, my partner and I, he and I agreed that instead of using the phrase "drop it," he said, "What about using the the phrase set it on the floor'?" And I was like, "Okay, I'm good with that because you know I'll just set it on the floor and then we can go pick it up later." Yeah. So so you see. Your words have gravity in in such a way wherein it affects people, you know, whether it's positively or negatively. But I I sincerely think, you know, point three point A or three point one in in this list of mine, you know, try to try to learn how to speak people's languages. You you know what I mean? Like what words they use to to signal something that's positive and what words they use to signal something negative. Yeah. In order to just, you know, have better communication. Mm hmm. Because your intention on what you want to communicate is very, very important. You know, that's the very most important thing. Okay, number four. Pardon me, my beautiful creatures. I think my voice is is starting to sort of be a little rougher because it's actually <laughs> very early in the morning. It's like in the time period of between night and day. Yeah, early morning, dawn, before dawn. Is that a term? Yeah, because this is the only time I can actually find a quiet. And at the same time, I I felt brave enough to sort of record my podcast again. (laughs) That's how nervous I've been. Okay, so number four. Okay, this one, 
this one uh, how did i learn this one ah gosh i hope i don't become emotional about this okay we're not gonna be emotional about this okay because my life so far has been too emotional anyways <laughs> enough to power all of the panels you know solar panels and substitute itself for that uh what am i thinking anyway number four okay the thing that i learned uh last year is to allow myself to be open to joy Mm-hmm. yeah i know because i feel i felt like sometimes back then i i didn't deserve any joy or i didn't deserve any happiness i didn't deserve um any sort of like funsies or ha-has or good feelings and i had like a lot a lot a lot of like reasons why i felt i did not deserve them for some reason um maggie why did you not feel like you're supposed to feel happiness um maybe because i haven't been doing this you know what i mean and that so maybe therefore i shouldn't be rewarded with any sort of like good feelings like joy and love and ha-has and funsies right okay how did i learn this lesson uh eventually eventually i feel a lot of like you know like you know how like we have good friends and we have family who is like you know our our friends and we have friends who is kind of like our family those who are family in general you know whether they're friends or friends (laughs) they will not stop they will not stop trying to get through to you they will not stop trying to make sure you're okay they will not stop basically they, they 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 won't they will persist because they love you yeah and there were a couple of times um last year when i sincerely felt like i had nothing to contribute you know i had nothing to give in terms of like good positive joyous energy uh i really didn't feel christmas uh much up until the day itself i guess and either even the new years you know i really didn't feel like it up until the moment up until the moment where when my my family's here and we're trying to celebrate yeah so the close relatives that i have and 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 the friends who are really close to me they, they, they they kept trying they really kept trying they're like hey are you busy Okay, I know you're mopey right now and you just don't want to deal going out and seeing other people. But I just wanted to let you know that, hey, I got this for you. Or like, hey, I saw this on the internet and they just kept going. You know what I mean? Trying to get through to me. Trying to get me to sort of laugh or engage me in any sort of way. Yeah. Eventually, I started feeling like a bad person because I kept sort of initially i kept keeping them at arm's length yeah and then eventually i kept saying flat out no um the people who who stuck around and kept persisting knew that i was probably punishing myself uh for some reason and they felt that they had to push harder eventually with (laughs) with their constant and consistent pushing you know to let me know hey you are more than this role that you have to fill in right now you are more than a gap filler okay maggie i see you you don't have to give me anything i just want to sort of make sure you're okay eventually through through all of that they managed to sort of break through and one day i realized i I found myself sort of just accepting the joy and giving it back. Yeah, like making the circuit run again. And I think 
it happened because subconsciously, yeah, I I said, okay, I'm tired of fighting this. I, I don't want to like keep saying no, no joy allowed, no loving Maggie allowed. Yeah. And eventually just said, okay, I'm going to allow myself that. Um, things haven't been going so well. Things have been emotional. Things have been dark. Things have been, you know, driving us to the brink of insanity. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things that, you know, we're trying to keep together here. But you don't have to punish yourself for experiencing those things. So, yes, I shall allow myself to be open to joy. Yeah, and I, I, I can never, I can never say how grateful I am enough to my, my friends and family who, like, kept pushing and pushing and stuff, yeah? But chances are, the lesson here is chances are, if you have someone resisting, yeah, someone resisting, Maybe try to figure out their language, you know, the language they speak, uh, just so you un- you understand and you can communicate better with them. At the same time, try to figure out how best to get through to them. Um, because I think, I think everyone wants to experience joy, you know, deep down inside, no matter how cynical, no matter how like dark and gloomy they may <laughs> appear. And yes, my beautiful creatures, I am guilty of of that as well like I I I come into a room and I just look like I'm passive and dark and gloomy and um most more often than not that's that's like the the thing that people see it's me Maggie dark and gloom there she is but deep down inside my beautiful creatures believe me believe me when I say it doesn't matter what you see on the outside everyone everyone needs to feel joy needs to feel hope and they need to feel love too yeah so if you're like me and you're on this side of the fence start to learn to allow yourself to be open to good things yeah Uh uh-huh because when you open yourself to good things that's when you start to open up to even bigger better brighter good things and i don't know if you hear like thumping that's just like (laughs) that's the tree uh beside my room okay that sounds weird but there's a tree beside my room basically and it has a lot of fruits uh and we have bats running around so sometimes they knock over the fruits or they they're done eating so it just drops and it hits a little bit of like the neighbor's roof and i hope they don't wake up from it anyway that was a quick side story so so yeah going back uh number four allow yourself to be open to joy and all of the positive things yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And I know it's hard sometimes, but we got to try. That's the least we can do. Yeah. And number five. Okay, number five. I wrote down here the practice of just being. <laughs> I know that sounds so vague. Okay, let me explain this a little bit more. Okay, as a person who spent the last year filling in gaps for um, people, I, I tended to sort of like wear lots of different hats, yeah, throughout the day. Uh, some days would be busier than uh, the next, but either way, I I start wearing lots of hats, different hats, you know. Uh, sometimes I'm the daughter, I'm the granddaughter, I'm <laughs> the house girl, I'm the one who's supposed to run this errand, and then like just like that, I have to like teach someone um basically have a minute training for work you know what i mean so it it comes on and off like pretty fast and i know most of us if not all of us have this as well 
um, it doesn't matter the role. The whole point is we wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. So there was this one time uh, I got so overwhelmed, my beautiful creatures. I got so overwhelmed by so many different hats. And it came to a point when I had to decide which hats to keep and which hats I needed to keep. Does that make sense? So priorities, basically. Uh, sometimes when we drop hats, it's not an easy thing to do because we already know we're dis- we're disappointing someone, you know. If not another person, maybe ourselves. Yeah. Um, I had to drop many many hats in order to maintain my sanity. So eventually, I got to this point when I was in a good place, sort of, and by that. I mean, there were times when I wasn't wearing any hat at all. It was the most uncomfortable feeling in the world. And you know why, my beautiful creatures? I realized it's because I was free to be myself. And in this chaos, in this like fast-paced hat switching thing that I've been doing for quite some time, I totally forgot who who Maggie is, and I did not know (laughs) how to hang out with her. Yeah. So, if anything, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, This friend of mine, like, she and I don't talk that often, but, you know, there's always warmth there, you know, there's always a bond. So, it's always very, very easy to be honest with her. So, one time she was like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope you're doing better, I hope. If not, if things haven't, you know, become better, I hope you're doing okay. I guess she got a little worried because I wasn't my usual self or like the self that she she's like familiar with for the longest time. And so I told my friend, um, if anything, out of this whole like thing that I'm dealing with along with my family, uh, if anything, since I've managed to have this sort of like time wherein I'm not wearing any hat. <laughs> And I'm just free to be myself. The the one great thing I I actually, I guess, managed to do is have a better relationship with myself. You know, that's just the best way I can describe it. Um, there was a time wherein I was trying to figure out who I was again. I, I tried to figure out what was the whole point <laughs> of me. You know, you know what I mean? Like, eventually you kind of lose yourself into whatever it is you're doing, wearing all those damn hats, you know, all the time. Uh, so when I was just with myself, I was like, do I still like this? What What do I do when I get to hang out with myself? Like, you know what I mean? Do you guys ever have that moment? Because during that time, really... You don't have to please anyone, not even yourself. So you, you kind of get in this pocket of time wherein you're confused. And if you, you sort of like manage to detach from yourself, you know, from being busy all the time and not spending enough time looking inward, you, you get kind of confused and uncomfortable with being with yourself, yeah? So I told my friend, if anything, I've managed to build a better relationship with myself than I have had in like ages yeah and i was like okay i think this is a good thing you know i i I have to you know spend a little bit of time you know or allocate time to not wear any sort of hat at all just so that i don't lose touch with myself yeah 
I, I, I've talked about self-care and loving yourself and, and stuff like that in the previous podcasts. Um, I guess that's where this led to, you know what I mean? Talking about that. Because eventually, I stopped being uncomfortable with just being myself, with myself. Uh, I At first, I pressured myself like, <laughs> what do you want to do, Maggie? You, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should go do this and then do that. You know, I, it was crazy. It was kind of like I was trying to find activities for myself. But eventually, you know, and it could be different for you. You know what I mean? How you have a relationship with yourself could be totally different. Uh, but for me, it was like eventually I was like, okay, let's just chill, Maggie. What do you feel like doing? And I'm like, I don't know. Okay, then let's just figure out what we want to do. Yeah, no pressure, nothing. Just chill and relax. And eventually, I, I I learned a little bit more about myself again. You know, like some parts of me that are the same, and then there are some parts of me that are just different. And that's okay. You don't have to, you know, pressure yourself into quote unquote growth. You know, you don't always have to have a new thing. You could your your new thing could be your new old thing. You know, what do I mean by that? Like. For instance, you know, my beautiful creatures, I, I love to read like before. Yeah. But you know how like life tends to happen and you don't have time. And the harder you try to make time for it, the more uh, pressure and stressful it became. So you just drop it all together. Yeah. So uh, I relearned that I still like to read. So that's my new old thing, <laughs> I guess, me reading again. Um, there were times when people would be like, hey, you want to go do this and stuff, you know, because past the time, just hang out. Um, but I'm honest and I'm like, I think I'd like to use this time to read instead. And they're like, okay, have fun. You know, tell me about the stuff that you read. Hopefully it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, wearing no hats sometimes eventually, you know, it can lead you to figuring out who you are. And the good news of all of these things that I learned, I guess, the good news, the, the, the best news um, that I've got for myself, my beautiful creatures, uh, when I started practicing wearing no hats and just being, is that I, I managed to form a better relationship with myself. And I mentioned that friend of mine um, because I told her that and she said, Thank goodness, you know, thank goodness there's something great that happened um, out of all of these stuff. Because as much, as much as this friend and I, uh, we believe that, you know, hard work pays off and you have to do this and do that. Sometimes things will not go your way at all. And you just hope for the best that something good will come out of it. And I guess she's just glad that something did. And and I'm glad too, personally. I'm, I'm personally very, very glad. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, this list that I've made, <laughs> it made sense. And you found yourself getting ideas, you know, good ideas, like, huh, maybe I should go do that. Or like, if it's something you've tried already, you can be like, ah, no, never mind. I, I shouldn't do that anymore because Maggie has already validated why it's not for me so you know you don't have to do anything at all you could just hang out with me and listen to this podcast or you can take whatever you want yeah just take what you want and set everything else on the floor <laughs> yeah does that make sense of beautiful creatures so just a quick recap yes we're recapping things now things i learned this past year which i hope will help you guys uh, number one on the list is that not everything is for you. Yeah, and that's okay. 
whether that's a disappointment to you that's okay too whether that's a thing you have to let go that's okay yeah things will be okay number two sometimes it really isn't about you it's about them yeah so before we start going through a pity party or like some sort of like vicious cycle wherein we torture ourselves by telling ourselves it's always our fault think about it first yeah maybe it's not about you maybe it's about them mm-hmm. and number three your words have gravity pick and choose what you say and how you say it because lord my beautiful creatures to me that's the most important yeah and number four allowing yourself to be open to positive things like joy love and hope uh-huh and number five practicing the art of just being and wearing no hats in the hopes of forming a better <laughs> relationship with ourselves does that make sense so anyway my beautiful creatures i hope you didn't miss me too much yeah but you know of course i miss you a lot and you know what i'm gonna say right i have to go for now yeah because uh i think in a few hours <laughs> dawn is gonna break and i have to get some sleep um but before i leave you please 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 take a moment to love yourself this week yeah if anything and hydrate mm -hmm. and i hope whatever it is that you choose to drink would be healthy and it'll be yummy for you does that make sense i hope you indulge in whatever it is that you should be indulging in even for like five minutes if you're busy and all that but before i leave you you know what i'm gonna say I'm gonna say it breaks my heart every time I have to leave you, but I have to go for now, okay? I love you. Bye bye.